Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it is a Monday, 17 October in the year of our Lord 2022. We are three day, three weeks and one day away from the most important midterm elections since right after the Battle of Antietam in 1862 in the early stages of the Civil War. I have more to talk about that probably tomorrow. Tomorrow we've got an incredible show, a big special kind of working in the morning about the elections and um, a lot of numbers analysis and actually how this is spreading. Steve Cortez, one of the reasons it's spreading, as we said from the beginning, we're going to have the right issue set. We're going to work, focus on the economy, geopolitics, the two eyes, inflation and immigration, the invasion of the southern border. Uh, but right. and, and we kind of at the time understood that the American people are going to come our way, although it looked grim. Right. right. To certain people on the 20th of January of the year of our Lord, 2021, we said, hey, not a problem. We got this. Does everybody stay mm-hmm. calm? Right. Stand right. in the breach. Let's roll. And it happened. Walk me through some of the math here, Steve Cortez. In fact, Cortez, walk me through how we got to the essentially the underpinnings of how we got right. to the New York Times, the paper of record sitting there saying GOP gains edge in polls, economy sways voters, Democrats see drop in independence and women. And of course, right. Karen Tumulty over at the Washington Post, no friend of Donald Trump, no friend of Steve right. Cortez, and particularly no friend of Stephen K. Bannon's. Uh, what her tweets are saying about the underpinnings yes. of these polls three weeks away, Mr. Cortez. Yes, and even she, even the Washington Post acknowledges regarding that New York Times poll, none of these people or organizations, our allies, uh, acknowledges that the electorate is moving massively our way toward the America First movement and toward patriotic populism. The, the primary driver, we talk about the two eyes, the primary driver, though, clearly is the first eye, is inflation regarding the economy. And let me give you another poll to explain that New York Times poll. And this poll comes from CNN. Uh, and I think we have it if we can put it on the screen, folks. This is from CNN again. Not a fan of MAGA, not our ally. According to CNN polling, last spring, to set the context here, last spring, when they asked Americans, is the economy in good or poor condition? It was plus nine to the positive side. 54% said net good, 45% said net poor. Now, today, what has Joe Biden done to this economy? It is now 56% to the negative. Only 22% say the economy is good. 78% say it is poor for a net swing of minus 65%. Now, Steve, listen, you've been involved in politics long enough. You've run such important campaigns, particularly Trump's in 2016. You've consumed enough polling to know that those kinds of swings just don't happen in a year and a half. I mean, this is totally unprecedented. Now, unfortunately, the underlying reality of what's happened to the American economy is also unprecedented because we are hitting on so many metrics. We are hitting either worst in decades or worst ever. And to that point, by the way, let's show, you know, I talk a lot about how the bond market is more important than the stock market, and it is. But the stock market does matter. Uh, and if we can show chart number two, I want to show stock market losses in dollar terms. 
So this chart comes from Charles Schwab. So this is not in percentage terms. In percentage terms, by the way, we're almost as bad right now as the 2008-2009 credit crisis. Right now, the NASDAQ is down 35% of the year. Back then, it got down 43%. So we're getting there in percentage terms. But this is dollar terms, okay? And the reason is we're starting from a much bigger base of market capitalization. So even though the percentage isn't as bad, the dollar losses are actually much, much worse right now than they were in 2008 and 2009. So that's in trillions of dollars, negative $15 trillion of losses from the highs in the stock market because of Joe Biden. And again, folks, I don't want to appear to be speaking on both sides of my mouth. I care way more about real wages than I do about the stock market. But the point is, both are reflecting the crisis. But but, but, but hang on, real wages are your current income, but your your assets are in your house in in, in bonds or stocks. If you've got a 401k, which is now a 2-1k, this I will cut it later. But even Ratner on Morning Joe, who's running to be the new secretary of treasury in his chart, the one thing he talks about, the one pop, is during the ter- term of Donald J. Trump. Right. You know, we right. say here in the war room, Cortez, orange man, great. Okay. That's right. The numbers. Yes. No, it's Cortez's analysis of the golden age of Christmas, the holiday season and Christmas of 2019. Right now, it would take a Herculean effort on all fronts to get there. We can do it. And this is why we keep talking about England. Right. Because, ladies and gentlemen, if you do your job, on the Biden's presidency ends on the evening of November 8th. It ends. But then right. you're going to see this thing called the lame duck. And you're about to see an orgy of madness as every one of these crooks tries to get a payoff for their donors, their constituents, uh, their lobbyists, all of it. And that's where we got to be at the ramparts. It's not OK. The only right. easy day was yesterday, as the Navy SEALs say. Right. The only easy mm-hmm. day was yesterday. Everything from here is a grind. Cortez, you're in Illinois. You're, you're a guy that does not waste your time. You're in Illinois because you're telling us right now you think Illinois is in play. I absolutely believe that Illinois is in play. I think a lot of these formerly blue states are in play. You know, earlier you mentioned New Jersey, Steve, which I'm glad you mentioned because last year in the odd year elections in the blue state of Virginia, in your home, the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, Republicans and quite conservative Republicans won not just the governorship, but all of the statewide offices, the entire slate won. And in New Jersey, Governor Murphy, who's one of the worst governors in America, instituted some of the most onerous and tyrannical lockdowns in 2020. Uh, he faced an unknown and totally underfinanced opponent, and yet he nearly lost. And Steve, that was in 2021. Things are so much worse in the country now, as I've been showing hey, all these various economic uh, metrics. You've got Gavin Newsom in uh, in California. You got Pritzker in Illinois. You got you got Whitmer in Michigan. Let me give you a newsflash. I heard from great sources over the weekend that Phil Murphy spent his weekend starting to put together his team for his presidential run. Huh. And no, that is not a joke. Yeah. Well, that is not a joke. And Steve, Pritzker, yeah, to that Whitmer, point, all of them. Pritzker is planning that as well. One of the reasons that I've gotten so engaged here in my former home state of Illinois, first of all, I think the race is absolutely winnable. And I think Pritzker is very, very vulnerable because mainly because of inflation. Inflation is a national phenomenon created by Joe Biden, but it's far worse in places like Illinois because of J.B. Pritzker. But I also want to reveal who Pritzker is, not just to the people of Illinois, but to the entire country, because he has made it very clear that he has presidential aspirations. And because of his inherited fortune, he has the money to make that happen. Uh, 
the, the rumors that he's telling his yeah. people are that he's willing to spend a billion dollars on a presidential right. race. Billion with a B. Well, I want to make sure. OK, first of all, yeah. I want to shortstop that right now by beating him in three yeah. weeks and we'll put a stop to that. But even if he somehow prevails in this in this yeah. upcoming race, I want the truth yeah. about who J.B. Pritzker is known yeah. to the American people. It's one of the key reasons Look, I'm involved in this fight. The, the long knives are coming out in the evening of the 8th. Kamala Harris, done. Joe Biden, done. End of, end of that team. End of the presidency. Uh, you're going to have uh, Newsom. You're going to have Pritzker's going to try it. Whitmer, if she wins. Uh, you're going to have these people. That's why it's so important. The Phil Murphys of the world. They're all going to come out with the long knives. That's why you need to chop block. We had a shot on Gavin Newsom, as we told you, with the recall. Didn't pull it off. You got a shot right now with Pritzker, and you got a big shot with Whitmer. Tudor Dixon in Michigan, and, of course, Darren Bailey in Illinois. Steve Cortez, how do people get to you between now? Because you're up on Getter all the time. You're putting amazing yep. things up in your Substack. Where do people get to you? Yeah, and, and folks, please read my Substack article about J.B. Pritzker and the attack on the Abraham Lincoln statue here in Chicago. It will it will appall you, uh, but it's important for you to read. So please go to it. You can find it at my Getter. I'm at Steve, and you can also find me on Twitter at Cortez, Steve Cortez with an S. You know, we got to, I got to pull you on to tomorrow. We got to figure out, we got to do the Lincoln thing tomorrow before the debate. It's, it's, it's outrageous. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln, the, one of the greatest, it, he and Washington, the two greatest presidents, right? right? Unbelievable. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Let's go to Cause of America. We're going to, everybody to the ramparts. There no, remember, the only easy day was yesterday. This entire sweeping, massive victory is in your hands, this audience. But you got to put your shoulder to the wheel. Let's get Steve Smith in from the Cause of America. Steve, how, how can, what is Cause for America? Why is it important? Where can people go? How can they sign up? And what are they going to do? Good morning, Steve. Cause of America is a uh, nonprofit that's citizen-led focused on and nonpartisan focused on helping states with election integrity. So what's important about it is really the states. So you can go to causeofamerica.org. You can, if you're not connected to your state uh, grassroots election integrity processes and teams, we can get you connected to them. And we help share the tools that they develop. So you can see, and I know you've talked to Linda Rance out of Missouri. You can see the checklist they developed. We'll have some uh, 101 kind of uh, explainers coming out about other things people should watch. The, the bottom line is that uh, the parties are not going to support election integrity. The government is not going to support election integrity. It's up to us, and we are going to do it. So you have to you have to watch the voter rolls and the voter history. You have to watch the ballots, the drop uh, boxes, the voting centers. You have to watch the count, the audits. You have to get the data and do the math. And we know now. We didn't know in 2020. We didn't have enough people doing it. We weren't paying attention. That time is behind us now. They thought we were going to give up and. It's not going to happen. We're going to take our elections back. Um, this Missouri, give me a quick thing. This Missouri thing's amazing. Just tell me about Missouri, this punch list that we're going to put up. We're also going to have the Missouri team for Cause for America. Why, why is what they did so important, and particularly for people to focus on when you're a poll worker, election official, uh, whatever? Steve, all I can think of when I look at all of these techniques and procedures and approaches that the states develop, the grassroots citizens develop on to put up on the precipice above Boston Harbor. That that's what that's what drove the British out, right? So the Missouri checklists are training videos and then checklists for uh, poll watchers: what to look for, how to report when they have violations and deviations, so that we can document when uh, these election officials. But it's it's not really them. I mean, they're sort of the 
they're sort of the uh, the uh, bystanders for what's happening uh, with the elections because this has been deliberately constructed. So, so Linda Rance out of Missouri has posted up these great training videos in the checklist. They show you how to use them, and they're just a point by point of exactly what to look for in the voting centers, ways that uh, our rules are violated, and vulnerabilities that are introduced. For yeah. example, when they don't the procedures for the thumb drives and that kind of thing. By the way, they're bipartisan. If you're a Democrat, come on. We just the things got to be fair and transparent. Here's the reason we know we're going to get two thirds of the vote. We want the Democrats. We love democracy because you're about to get a democracy suppository, right? So come on, we want Democrats in the room. We want them. They're your American citizens. American citizens can argue this thing out, but you got to play by the rules. That's what the majority. That's majority right. Checklist. Give me I, the, the audio is a little garbled. I just give me the Boston example one more time because it's so powerful. What'd you say, sir? So, so what, what all the grassroots citizens are doing, I mean, there are pro se lawsuits being filed by citizens all across the country. They're just not giving up. And what it reminds me of is Henry Knox, who was a bookseller. And because he read the books he was selling to the British soldiers, to the Redcoats, he ended up becoming uh, General George Washington's colonel of artillery. And when, uh, when the Green Mountain Boys took Fort Ticonderoga, Henry Knox got the idea because they were outgunned in Boston. And they were going to lose because the uh, British were uh, stockpiling supplies and come spring, they were going to roll them. But Henry Knox got this idea and he just took volunteers up to Fort Ticonderoga, 300 miles of wilderness in the dead of winter. And they hauled back, I think it was, uh, you know, 50 cannon, 59 tons of munitions across that icy wilderness with sledges and oxen and volunteers and in the dead of night, they put him up on uh, uh, Dorchester Heights. And when the British woke up after a storm and a night of drinking, they were outgunned. And that's how the British left Boston, because citizens did it. Totally grassroots. Totally grassroots. That's a fabulous analogy. Sean Smith went yard right there. Fabulous analogy. General, eventually, General Knox, one of the great heroes of the revolution. Uh, Sean, how do people get to Cause of America? How do they get you on social media? Uh, you can get to us on causeofamerica.org. That's our site, and we'll help connect you to state resources. And we're also on uh, all the good media, you know, Truth Social, and, uh, and uh, we're up on uh, Lindell and Frank Speech or Frank Social. But you can also find us on Twitter, and you can find us on Rumble. The good and the bad, the good and the and the and the good and the kind of good and the very wicked Twitter. Okay, uh, Sean, thank you very much. Cause for America, you, get to the ramparts. Remember, people are going to ask you where were you during the the midterms of uh, of twenty two, and you're going to say, "I was working here, bang. I was a volunteer here, bang. I did this, bang." You want to be part of this? You want to be able to tell the grandkids all of it? Okay. The Hill newspaper catches up with the war room. They said, we think this parental rights movement may be a big deal. All next in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand. End quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. 
They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Wow, was that a great bonus feature there with uh, with Colonel Sean Smith? That was amazing. Fantastic. Ticonderoga and the artillery uh, that uh, that held, that, uh, held, or I guess in this case, took Boston for us. Grassroots effort, just like the one we've got going here. Um I want to bring in the Hill newspaper led their lead story today was that GOP finds uh, parental rights movement sleeper issue in 2022. Note to Hill. I know you got bought by Nexstar, which puts on News Nation. And, uh, you know, that is not quite cutting edge. And I've noticed kind of a decline in the quality of thinking over at the Hill. Uh, but this one, folks, is like a swing and a miss. This has been big since April of 2021 when I said the key that's going to pick the lock here is the moms at the school boards. Then it was the mass mandates and the coming vaccine mandates and then CRT. But man, it exploded for much, much, much bigger than this. And this is why if the 16th victory of Donald Trump was providential, the 2020 big steal was providential because we had him flip over all the cards and we actually saw how radical these folks are. This is not a sleeper issue, Hill. This is main battery issue okay you got MAGA this was Yunkin you got the MAGA vote with all the MAGA issues and you got the moms in the suburbs that are sitting there even independent and uh and uh Democrat women this is why the New York Times let's connect some dots this is why the New York Times saying um that we're leading even among independents and women and if you look at the cross tabs I think we're leading with independent women in double digits wait for it double digits how did that come about it's not simply the economy. It's this issue, which is not a sleeper issue, Hill. Wake up. You do this for a living. You're supposed to be professionals. Sloan Rackmuth, is this a sleeper issue, the parental rights movement, or is this an issue that has the nation on fire from Dearborn, Michigan to Loudoun County, Commonwealth of Virginia to Texas, Florida, Arizona? It's Carrie Lake's one of her biggest issues, right? It's Tudor Dixon in Michigan, one of her biggest issues. This is on fire. This is how asleep, this is how uh, the inside the beltway in D.C. doesn't understand what's happening in the country. And if you want to think about that, go look at the dads, the 500 Muslim fathers in Dearborn, Michigan the other day saying, hey, this is not going to happen on our watch. No way, no how. Sloan Rackmuth from North Carolina. And here, North Carolina and people, you know, a great southern state, North Carolina, may be the most radical of them all. Sloan Rackmuth. Indeed it is. I mean, look, this isn't only arguing against the common sense of the electorate. People, candidates who do not go out there and articulate the, the necessity of parental rights, what they're doing is they're betting against human nature. We have one side 
that wants to sacrifice children. We have the other side that wants to protect the specialness, uh, the God-given rights of parents and their children and have that boundary from the family to the government. I mean, this is just human nature. Look, we know that the Democrats, by and large, are loud and proud on this. They want to rip children from the arms of their mothers at age of three with this universal pre-K. They want to medicate these children, sexualize these children, and indoctrinate them from cradle to grave. Republicans who are out there on the campaign trail and who are kind of sitting on the sidelines with regards to bringing this issue up, that they're really missing the boat because, as you just said, this is human nature. And we know that the left is so crazy right now. They're so loud and proud with us that human nature is going to kick in with all of these moms, all of these people, and they're going to come in and protect the children. Okay. Tell us how did you've read the Hill article? How did they miss us so badly saying this is a sleeper issue? You've, you've, you're in contact with all the moms for Liberty, moms for America, yet all these parental rights groups are on fire. How could a major political newspaper talking about the most important uh, midterm election since the Civil War, how could they sit there and go, it's a sleeper issue? Is it a sleeper issue in anywhere you go or anybody you talk to, ma'am? I think it's willing and willful ignorance, actually. I think it's a, a being very disingenuous. I think um, everyone knows what a big issue this is. Uh, look, what's going on in these schools with the sexualization of children in particular it, it's it's one of the universal things, right? I mean, people just know that it's evil and wrong. One side's willing to tolerate it. The other side is willing to not tolerate it. And that is the side that's going to win. So uh, Sloan, we Sloan, whoa, 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 whoa. Not, one side's not tolerating it. They're pushing it. This is why it's providential that they stole it in 2020. Because once you saw they're in power, they're in your grill. This is the groomer party. They're not shy about this. They're not tolerating it. They're pushing it hard. It's at the top of their agenda. In fact, it's embedded everywhere into the middle of their ideology. Am I, am I missing that? No, I mean, they're absolutely pushing it. But I, but here's the, the thing, Steve. They're allowing, they, the left, they're allowing these lunatic fringe uh, folks to completely represent them. Look, I don't believe that all Democrats believe in this stuff, what's going on. I don't even believe that most do but here's the difference they are tolerating um you know any these... democrat Emmy, i gotta disagree i don't think it's fringe at first i thought that's why i'm saying this is providential you gotta hear me out because i think people thought on the margins they had the stuff no this is what's happened with this drag queen stuff what's happened in the schools what's happened in the pornography in the books and these librarians and school board they're not backing down you know this yeah, what do you even you even tried to pass in, in North Carolina, not just the Republican establishment, but the Democrats. This is not tolerate. This is a central core element of their ideology, a central. And this is why the big steel was so important. We now know that. And this yeah. is what's not negotiable. And there's no compromise that you can't compromise on this. You can't negotiate on this. It's either one thing or the other. And that's why you have Muslim fathers up in Dearborn, Michigan. This is why you have African-American dads all throughout the country, right? This is what's unifying us because it's not, they're not tolerating it. This is the main battery. And he, you know this from Virginia. They're not backing off. I mean, Youngkin's passed these kind of executive orders. And they're saying, heck with that. Librarians are still doing it. School administrators are still doing it. The school boards won't back off. We just had the woman on the other day. The school board members basically laughed in her face. So this is not toleration. This is a central tenet to their core ideology, ma'am. 
Right. Well, without a doubt, it's a major plank now in the Democrat Party. That's for sure. But we do see more so-called moderate Democrats here in the South, certainly here in North Carolina. Some are pastors, preachers. But here's the difference. They keep their mouth shut. They go along. They nod, et cetera. But let's take that to the average Democrat voter. This is key. So the leadership in the Democrats yeah. party here, as you said, they're pushing this. But the rank and file Democrat, it's wrong. They know it's wrong. And we need to keep pushing this issue because we've got so many independents. In fact, in North Carolina, for instance, more independents are registered to vote than our Republicans or Democrats. So a lot of these folks have had enough and they've had enough on this issue. This is a human nature issue. Human nature is going to kick in. We need to make sure that it kicks in as soon as the voter steps into that ballot box. Let Let me say this to the Hill newspaper. This is not a sleeper issue. This is one of the most significant issues of our time, right, of our time. And this is going to this is on the ballot. And this is one of the reasons I'm saying you've seen this alignment. This is what you saw it in Youngkin in, in, in the Commonwealth of Virginia. These independent and moderate Democrat moms, as Sloan's talking about, if you mention Donald Trump, they will spit on the floor. And that's OK. OK, that's OK. The MAGA vote comes out. They come out. It's a coalition, right? It's a coalition. And you're seeing this throughout the country. You're seeing it in Michigan. Tudor Dixon is going to ride this to the governorship of, of Michigan, in addition to inflation and Whitmore being out of control. This is what's happening in New York State. This is one of the reasons we're piercing the veil in these deep blue states. It's crime. It's this out of control nature. It's parents' rights, crime, and inflation in the economy. That's the trifecta, right? Yeah. You add, you add the, the southern border. How do people get to you, Sloan? How do they get to you to uh, find out? Because I'm telling you, in the great Tar Heel state of North Carolina, there's something rotten. You got a big problem. You got a problem with the Republican establishment. It's too gutless to stand up. And you got a super problem with all these, I don't want to say Yankees that came down there to uh, to the great state of Carolina, but let me say it, to these Yankees that came down there. So the uh, the great folks in South Carolina, or North Carolina, get on top of this. Where do they go, Sloan? Well, first I'd like to say we are here, Steve, because of the weakness of the Republican establishment that has had a stronghold at the General Assembly for the past 20 years. I cannot pin this radical move to the left over the last 20 years in our schools on anyone but on our own side. We have got to have a supermajority. We've got to have absolute bedrock strong Republicans. So you can find us at edfirstnc.org. Go there. Sign in for our newsletter. We are having days of action. Our PAC, our job, our only job is to put America first candidates on the ballot and get them to win up and down the ballot. We need volunteers. Edfirstnc.org. Do it. Telegram channel. Please, please, please go to our Telegram channel, Education First Alliance. We are shadow banned still on Facebook, but we are on Facebook nevertheless. Please go. And it's important. Share our videos because unless we keep all of these issues that Steve and I are talking about front and center, we are we're going to miss a huge opportunity to connect as humans to people across all party lines. That's what we need to do. We need to win. We need to win big. Sloan, fantastic. Days of action. Make sure you go on this another website we're going to get up. Put in the live chat, everybody. Sloan, thank you so much for joining us thank today. Thank you. Okay. Um, as big as the political event is, is going to be on the 22nd of, uh, excuse me, the 8th of November of the year of our Lord 2022, the end of the Biden regime, because it ends that night. Um, actually, the biggest 
most important political event of this year. Won't be Bolsonaro's election on the 30th of October, not even the end of the Biden administration. As huge as that is, unprecedented as it is, it's what's been taking place in Beijing starting on Sunday morning. Frank Gaffney, the team, we're live. I want to thank Real America's Voice for picking up. Had an amazing uh, a show on Saturday night that was live in Beijing on Sunday morning. There's a lot to talk about. She, the emperor for life, uh, throws down hard against MAGA, the United States of America, Taiwan, Hong Kong, all of it, liberty, freedom, and wait for it, chips. All next in the war room. Americans are discovering that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Look, woke corporations are seeking to divide us. Big banks are freeing the, freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent upon countries that actively work against our values, like the Chinese Communist Party. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. That's why I'm pl- proud to partner with Public SQ the largest network of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses and consumers our nation has ever seen. Public SQ is the first app to connect freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that could never cancel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. And here's the best part of it. It's absolutely free to join. Just download the Public SQ app from the Apple Store or Google Play. Create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can support you. Download the app today. Public SQ. That's Public SQ. Public SQ. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play. Take action. Do this today. Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room. Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, the 20th Party Congress has kicked off, and it's actually, I think, even rougher than people thought it was going to be. She gave a two-hour speech to kind of kick things off, and to say it was up in the grill of the United States of America. And Dr. Bradley Thay has got an amazing piece on that, uh, that we've put, I think, Epic Times, and we put it up on Getter. But I want to turn to two people. Once again, the Committee on the Present Danger. China is at the forefront, the cutting edge of this, did a live show from Dallas, broadcast on Real America's Voice. At the very moment, things were kicking off in Beijing. I want to start with Frank Gaffney. Frank, set the, uh, set the framework for me. Then I'm going to bring in the great Reggie Little John. Frank Gaffney. I'm happy, as always, to uh, do a pas de deux with my friend Reggie. We did it in Dallas, as a matter of fact, uh, Saturday night. Um, her organization, Women's Rights Without Frontiers, uh, co-sponsored with our Committee on the Present Danger of China, a tremendous two-hour program. And I'm so grateful to Rob Sig and the team at Real America's Voice for putting it out uh, for everybody to see. Um, it really couldn't have been more timely. Uh, as it happens, it was counter-programming to Xi Jinping's throwdown. Uh, you know, 
back in the early 1990s, uh, his predecessor, Deng Xiaoping, adopted a strategy that came to be called the hide and bide strategy, whereby they were going to wage unrestricted warfare against us, but concealing it behind a facade of collaboration and just wanting to become part of the international community and be our, our partner and so on. And what we what actually saw, Steve, in the speech by Xi Jinping was hiding no more, biding no more. There's war underway, the unrestricted kind, which we documented at length in that program. And also, by the way, in another program that aired last night, highlights of our webinars from the Committee on the Present Danger of China, in which you feature prominently, I'm pleased to say. This is a moment where we now are on notice. The Chinese party is coming for us, not just for Taiwan, not just for its chips, not just probably for our friends and other allies in the region like Japan and the Philippines, but for us as well. And one of the things that we unveiled on the occasion of that presentation on Saturday night, Steve, which I really want to commend to your audience, we need your help with this big time. If you're looking for ways in which you can take action, 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 no less, this is how you can do it. We've posted at ccpatwar.com a take action button, which will take you to what we call the CCP challenge. And what it basically amounts to is a petition that you can sign in your own right. And then we hope that you will help get to people who are seeking to represent you this fall going forward, because it will be on their watch, in all likelihood, if it doesn't start sooner, that this war will take place. Sign up for the challenge, the CCP he, he, challenge. Here's why please. it's so important. Here's where you got to go to the CCP challenge. Um, banks already told us the first thing they've already announced is a select committee on China on the influence in the United States. But right, it's even going to change. And here's why it's going to change. Unrestricted warfare which has been information, cyber, and economic war, which the CCP has been engaged against the United States for decades, right, that the elites don't want to talk about. We are now headed on the path to kinetic war. Yep. This is the path to kinetic war. They, he laid it out. And with us cutting off the chips, which, Frank, I, I equate to cutting off the Japanese from oil in, what, the late 1930s, I think 1939, we're on the path to kinetic war with the CCP. But as Frankie Pantangela said in The Godfather, best to hit them when we're strong. This is, they're coming for Relatively us. Strong. They've laid it out. They're coming, they're coming for us, and they've laid it out. And there can be no back off. There's, this is going to be a great power, not struggle, but a great power conflict because our elites have been in business with them. Our elites have allowed this to happen. More about yeah. that. Frank, basically, th this, this new thing to sign is to commit yourself Commit yourself to take down the CCP, but also our representatives in banks and these guys want to be there. We just have to have their back. Let me go to Reggie Littlejohn. Reggie, you sponsored this. It was amazing. Uh, are we overplaying this about Xi's speech about how in the grill of the Judeo-Christian West he was, ma'am? The, the, the Chinese Communist Party is officially atheistic. They are hegemonic. They want to take over the world. And we are standing in their way. And they have been doing this underground for as long as they had to. But now that they feel that they basically have us uh, in no small part because of elite capture, not only of, of the political realm, but of the media, of entertainment, of academia, of 
finance. They want to move now. And, and part of the reason for that, Steve, is I believe because they can see that they are going to be on decline. And the reason that they're going to be on the decline, one of the reasons is because of the inevitable fallout from the one-child policy. You know, their, their population is on the decline now. They're at a cusp now. So it's really, I think that they feel they yeah. need to move now. No, no, no. And by the way, the greatest ally we have here is Lao Beijing. The only way the CCP gets taken down is Lao Beijing, old hundred names, the Chinese, the Chinese common man and woman who have been brutalized by this illegitimate criminal organization since 1949 with the help from the West, the help from the elites in the West, from the whole reason that they won the Civil War. Right. And this is what Joe McCarthy, Joe McCarthy started talking about China. And then he started talking about the infiltration of the United States in Marxism and how people in the State Department and other elites helped the Chinese Communist Party come to power to the detriment of the population of China. Our greatest allies in this fight are Lao Beijing or the Chinese people. They've been brutalized and most brutalized at all. The 90 million people they killed outright. But as Miles Gross says, 400, he thinks it's 400 million forced abortions, Reggie Lujan, to basically decimate the, the people of China. What say you? Well, number one, that number four, 400 million is greater than the entire population of the United States and Canada combined. And it's an old number. That's a number they were using 10 years ago. They've been forcibly boarding between 10 and 24 million people since then. I think it's more like 500 million at this point. And I am personally calling on them because of the demographic disaster that they are facing because they don't have enough babies. I'm calling on them to end all coercive population control. No three-child policy, no policy at all, and to apply that so that unmarried women can have babies, which is currently illegal, and also to apply it unrestrictedly to Tibetans and to Uyghurs who are still being decimated by population control policy. The War in the Womb, we'll have Reggie back on. She's got an amazing presentation of this. Reggie, how do people get you? What you did on Saturday night was monumental. The first time that anyone actually had during the opening of the of the 20th Party Congress or any party Congress live co coverage to get in their grill and let them know that that we're watching every move they make. Reggie, how do people get to you? Women's Rights Without Frontiers dot org. That's Women's Rights Without Frontiers dot org. And also at Reggie Littlejohn on Getter and other alternative social media sites. Reggie, great job. Fantastic. Sorry, night. Gaffney. You're all you're everywhere. You know, Real America's Voice. You got stuff up on Getty. You got places everywhere. The committee, uh, Center for Security Policy. How do people get it all? PresentDangerChina.org, CCPAtWar.com, where you can sign the CCP challenge and please get it to your elected representatives. And of course, at the Center for Security Policy, SecureFreedom.org. This is why the challenge is so important. We need your commitment. Because your commitment is going to get – look, banks and the guys have said it's the first thing they've announced in the commitment to – the commitment to America, the one really uh, detail that they laid out. They had some general stuff, but the detail is a select committee on the CCP. It's influence here in the United States, which, hey, may even address Hunter's laptop. Who knows? Random Absolutely. thought. Uh, but it's also going to now incorporate the 20th Party Congress. You can't look away from this. You haven't seen this coverage on the mainstream media all weekend, right? And you know why? They're in cahoots with them. They don't want to talk about this. Joe Biden's national security policy reversed what Trump said, 
We said it was China, most importantly. Oh, yeah, and also Russia. They reversed it. This is what they are saying. They said, oh, Russia is the immediate threat. China's the long-term threat. Note to self, the South China Sea, the chips, the huge impact on the American economy, Taiwan, the air and naval blockade, and maybe actually the amphibious landing, that's an immediate threat. Don't take it from me. Take it from a guy named Xi who gave you a, a two-hour speech to walk you through exactly what he's going to do. As we've said on this show, and I've said now for 10 years, the Chinese Communist Party, it's a criminal organization. It's an existential threat to Lao Beijing and the Chinese people. It's an existential threat to every nation in Asia and Eurasia. And it's a specifically a threat to every citizen of this country and to the American Republic. Frank Gaffney, Amen. thank you for being on watch, sir. Thank you for your support, Steve. God thank bless you. you. Thank you, brother. Let's bring in Michael Walsh. Michael's one of the great original editor of uh, of uh, big journalism over at uh, at Breitbart, one of Andrew's original editors. Now has an amazing book and a big event in, to, at Hillsdale uh, tomorrow night. Michael, m now more than ever, the Great Reset. How'd you bring these thinkers together? Walk us through, take it from here. Walk us through the power of this book. Sure. The book's called Against the Great Reset, Steve. It's 18 Theses Against the New World Order. And it started about a year and a half ago when the site that I uh, am editing, which is the-pipeline.org, thepipeline.org, we decided to pull together all of the themes that we need to address. You and Frank have just been speaking about China. Uh, our main focus is on energy, uh, governmental lockdowns that followed COVID illegally, the whole climate change hoax. And the locus of all of this, Steve, is in Davos, Switzerland, where something called the World Economic Forum every year annually, obviously, has a meeting in which they plot and that's not too strong a word, something called the Great Reset. And that is a piggyback on the COVID panic in which governments institutionalized uh, unconstitutional lockdown. So we have assembled uh, 17 writers from around the world, one of them the late Angelo Cotavilla, unfortunately, but many of them are household names to any good conservative, including Conrad Black and Michael Anton and uh, Roger Kimball, David Goldman, I contributed an essay myself, but basically I asked everybody I knew that I thought would be of some authority in this field to contribute, and most people did, and the, the result is tomorrow we publish Against the Great Reset, 18 Theses Contra the New World Order, and I'm so happy to have you be part of this. Look, here's the important thing about this, it's not just the quality of, of thinkers, Right. You've got you've got some of the most prominent voices in the world. The operant word is against. There's other books out and some great books about the description of the World Economic Forum in Davos. This is the cutting edge ideologically that we in the power of the book. It's against the Great Reset. This actually shows you how we're going to go on offense. Give me a minute on that, Walsh, before we go to break. We're going to hold you through the break. It's against yeah. the Great Reset. Yes, and this is <clears throat> there's a long intellectual history of against books, Steve, and they go all the way back to attacks on King Philip of Macedon, who was Alexander the Great's father, Cicero's famous Philippics against Mark Antony, uh, the early Christian theologian Tertullian against Marcion, who was a, uh, a, a con contrary voice in the development of Christology and early Christianity. Nietzsche against Wagner when the philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche fell out with his mentor, Richard Wagner, the 
the composer. The point is, what you're doing, what Frank's doing, what we're all doing, we're all doing different things as part of this movement. Uh, I have chosen the, shall we say, slightly more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, remote, but 30,000 feet view down. You're in the trenches. Uh, Frank's in the trenches. A lot of people you have on the show are in the trenches. We tried to step back and say, what is this going to look like? What are we doing? Right. So we've produced a book that will last, that is not just throwaway journalism in hardcover. Yeah. And more later. Hang on, hang, hang on one second. Michael Walsh, the great thinker, the leader of the against the WEF next in the war room. Social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, I have to have a little conversation with our, um, before we go back to Michael Walsh, our head of marketing uh, over at Media Matters, Madeline Peltz, who kind of lost it over the weekend saying uh, we're trying to recruit an army of like anti-Semites, brown shirts to be in these, to be poll workers and poll watchers. No, Madeline, our army is not uh, made up of anti-Semites, far from it, right? We have many, many, many thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of, uh, of Jewish listeners and, uh, and adherents, and many of those are volunteers. So, no, it's not anti-Semites. But she's really left the reservation here. And it says, Steve Bannon has – this is from Sloan Rackmuth's uh, thing. Steve Bannon has a white woman on his show with a sign shaped like cotton in the background that says Southern Roots on it. Madeline, come on. Is, is this like um, – I love it. I don't know what it is. I think she took umbrage when I said Yankee. Okay. Madeline, I, I don't, it's, it's like, it's almost gone like theater of the absurd now. I don't know if she's trolling or if this is like real, but anyway, the marketing department's working great. The show gets bigger, bigger every day, a uh, bigger audience, more downloads than podcasts and more live. And Madeline, we love you. We pray for you during your illness. We think you're fantastic. We love the entire team, uh, particularly the fact that you watch a show so closely and get so upset. But by, by the way, I can understand and seeing that. I might want to talk to Sloan about, I'm not a big tchotchkes person. There's a lot of tchotchkes there. I think the pink, cabal, uh, the pink candle holder is one that I might take personal offense or maybe the gold pumpkin, right? But certainly not the, the southern roots on the, uh, on the ball of cotton or something, whatever. Anyway, Madeline Peltz, the head of marketing over Media Matters. Hat tip for you for following so closely. Michael Walsh, there's an event tomorrow around this. What I love about the Great Reset, you're launching the book. And look, these are the heaviest it's Anton, it's Conrad Black, um, it's, um, you've got one heavy hitter after the other. You've written for this to think about against the reset. It kind of pulls the camera back, but exactly where this thing's going and what needs to be done to counter it. Talk to us about the kickoff event that's going to take place tomorrow night. Yeah, so tomorrow night uh, we're at the Kirby Center of Hillsdale College in Washington, D.C., off of Massachusetts Avenue. Uh, the event starts at 6 o'clock. Uh, it runs till 8. Uh, and you'll be joining Mike Anton and John Tierney, two of the writers that we've uh, enlisted in this crusade, which not too strong a word. Mike Anton will be there, former National Security Council guy. John Tierney, formerly of the New York Times, old friend of mine, who's writing about COVID lockdowns and how they forecast exactly what the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab 
have in store for us. We all saw the beta test, which was COVID lockdowns. Now you're going to get the real thing. And what we have here is a kind of concatenation of grief coming, not only from China, as you've been talking, but about from the Europeans as well. And these oligarchs who want to control everything you do uh, and every, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. That's their catchphrase. And if you're against it, please join our crusade. Please not only buy the book, attend tomorrow night if you can, listen to the great writers that we've assembled for this. But remember, this is just the start. This is not a one-off. There will be more against books in our series on various other issues. But we thought we'd launch against the biggest target we can find. You know, Steve, I grew up in the Marine Corps, as you well know. And what you learn from your Marine Corps war veteran, chosen reservoir hero dad, is never give up, always keep fighting. There's always a fight to be had if you just stay in it. And if we give up and run, we're out of business. So please come to our assistance, uh, as, as you've done, not just you, Steve, obviously, but everyone else in the country who believes in patriotism, who believes in the country is founded, and who thinks our life, our way of life is worth defending. This is, this sets the kind of framework for why 8 November has such meaning and purpose for the victory. Remember, there's no substitute. If I can quote a great army officer, Douglas MacArthur, in war, there is no substitute for victory. And we're in a political war, right? Yes. It's not going to get to be yes, a violent. Absolutely. It's not going to be All these people talking about civil war is not going to happen because we're two-thirds of the nation. We're not going to well, tolerate it. We're going to win at the ballot box. But the reason we need to win is what's laid out against the Great Reset. Michael Walsh. Yeah, let me tell you, I'm turning 73 next Sunday. So I have been in this fight since I was 17 years old when I first went to college. Uh, these people never change. They are exactly the same as they were in 1967 when I met them. You you mentioned uh, media mat- matters. They're lunatics, and we have to understand they come at us from a great reservoir of hatred and resentment and anger. And the only way you can deal with them is, well, I would say the Romans yeah. make a very good uh, predecessor for us. <laughs> drum, drum, drum head, drum head. No, just the, on the Media Matters history, Aunt Michael, who's there, the, the first wave with the Breitbart, with the original editors, and Andrew, of course, uh, even before we got the new site, this is back with the old site, uh, and what's called the bigs. David Brock had founded Media Matters, and his number one target was Andrew Breitbart. But Andrew oh, Breitbart yes. took it on. It, it took it, but by the way, Andrew took it in the spirit he always took it in. Remember, he would retweet, they would put the most vile stuff out about Andrew, and he'd retweet it immediately. That's why before Trump came to Twitter, he was the king of Twitter, Michael Walsh. Now, here's the cover of the book so people can see it uh, against the Great Reset uh, on sale tomorrow. And uh, let's get it off to a great start. And thank you for all your can help. You go to Am- can we go to Amazon right now and order it, Michael? Yes, and I recommend that you do because, Steve, as you know, my last book, which was called Last Stands, sold out on day one, day one from yep. Macmillan. And you had to wait a month and a half to get your copy. So please order now. Last Stands is one of my favorite. Michael is such a great writer. Tomorrow, one more time, where do people go? And if they can't go, Michael, is it going to be live stream? Is there a site we can go to at Kirby or at Hillsdale to, to watch to watch it? Or does people have to be there live? Yeah, they have to be there live. It won't be live stream tomorrow. There will be a video record of it made, however. Right. So we'll put it up when we can on the so pipeline.org. Pipeline.org. Okay, fine. We yes. want to make sure we have a packed house tomorrow. 
Uh, Michael Walsh, you be uh, take care of yourself. You're a warrior. We need you. Uh, you're always in the fight. We need you at the tip of the spear. So no, no slouching, sir. Michael Walsh, honored to have you. Honored to have you on here, bro. I'll be off the DL in a in a in a month or so, Steve. And we'll be back in the game. <laughs> exactly. I think it's now called the injured reserve list. I think politically correct is no. It's the injured reserve list, bro. Way yeah. off the d- disabled list. Okay, tonight at Thanks five again. o'clock, we're going to be on fire. Because we're the eve of three weeks away from the most important midterm in the history of the nation since 1862. And you're part of this history. Everybody to the ramparts, remember, once again, there is no substitute for victory. We'll see you back here at five. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.